Today, we're going to explore the many ways of charitable giving and how your charities can benefit while you do too. Stay tuned. And now, Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. Welcome to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. This is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. They're advisors of Infinite Wealth Advisors. They've helped hundreds of clients plan for their retirement years. A little bit about Kevin and Robin. 40 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, and they are accredited investment fiduciaries. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor because by law they have to have the best interest of the clients and all the things we talk about on the show each week are the things you want to sit down and talk to kevin and robin about because we know as a retiree or pre-retiree these things are on your mind at least should be on your mind like social security planning safe money strategies estate legacy planning all the things we talk about each week hi guys how are we doing today we're doing great. How are you Gary. doing, Gary? How are you? We're doing good. So today we're going to talk about doing something a little bit different. It's uh, giving. Philanthropy uh, isn't just for the rich and wealthy. There's lots of ways to give to charities. Now, we're going to find the best way to benefit from charitables uh, deductions. And from a, uh, a tax point of view, when, it, when I hear taxes, I know it's all about Robin because she's the tax expert. But I'm <laughs> sure, Kevin, you might be able to contribute something to this, too. I got a feeling. Very little. Yeah. Well, he can contribute. All right, let's go, Robin. Let's see. What do you got? <laughs> Uh, so, right, so let's 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 queue up QCDs first. Um, so QCDs. So we last week when we were talking about um, Social Security and the taxation of Social Security, we talked how uh, a required minimum distribution, which is the minimum amount of money that you have to take out of your IRA uh, or four hundred one k or a four hundred three b or four fifty seven account when you turn age seventy three. So that's a dollar amount that has to be distributed. Uncle Sam wants to get his tax money, and the only way for him to get that tax money is for you to make a distribution, and that is all taxable as income. So when that happens, it can have an adverse effect on your Social Security. Uh, so again, we'll recap just a couple of comments from last week. It, Social Security is non-taxable, except if you have other provisional income, uh, like required minimum distribution, like rental income, like investment income, uh, like uh, a dividend income. So all of those things can drive up the amount of money that is taxed or the percentage of tax that you pay uh, on your social security earnings. So one of the things that, that one of the things that we do, uh, again, during the planning process, and we're talking to people about doing, uh, making charitable contributions. So a lot of people contribute to their church um, every year or every month, every week. Uh, or make other charitable contributions uh, is by use of what they call a QCD, and that stands for Qualified Charitable Distribution. And the way a QCD works is, so if you sort of, let's isolate the IRA, you've got to take a required minimum distribution out of your IRA. IRA. So you have a million dollars in an IRA, and you got to take out uh, your required distribution at 73 um, and the math says that you have to take out what Robin about thirty seven thousand yes. dollars or so. So about thirty seven thousand dollars a year. When you do that, that creates a taxable event. Uh, so what a lot of people will do is they'll say, well, wait a minute, I give twenty five or thirty thousand dollars a year to my church. So one of the things that you can do is that you can have the money that is supposed to be coming to you that creates that taxable event. You can have that money sent directly to your charity, uh, and then that is a non-taxable event, and you've satisfied your required distribution. So, 
you know, when you do that, it can save significant taxes um, and you're still uh, got yourself in a position uh, where you're fulfilling, you know, your philanthropic desires or your charitable distribution. So rather than what. And I do want to make it, this is just semantics, but for folks that have done the QCDs if, or if it's your first year doing a Q, QCD or if you file, you haven't filed your income taxes yet on the tax form, the 1099R, which is the form when you take a distribution from a retirement account, that form is generated. Even when you take a QCD, you're still going to see that in the taxable income. So your tax preparer is going to have to make a notation on your tax return that you have um, affected a QCD. And of course, you're going to need the documentation um, to back that up, especially if you are audited. But a lot of people um, get concerned when they get their 1099s and they tell me, well, we've made we, we did a QCD this year. Well, it's still going to show up on the 1099 as taxable income, but you are going to have to provide the burden of proof is on the taxpayer for showing that the QCD was made so that you get that immediate um, deduction of taxable income. The show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. They're with Infinite Wealth Advisors. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. I want to give you the phone number so you get on the calendar and get yourself a more confident plan for retirement with Kevin and Robin. Uh, 800-757-6062 or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. And this way you get started on a safe, secure retirement. They're standing by and Infinite Wealth Advisors ready to take your phone call. We're talking about uh, charities and charitable uh, contributions and, and charitable giving. So what else do you have for us, guys? Yeah, so, so let's talk about, because this, this is something we've done uh, a number of times, uh, for uh, people that are very driven philanthropically. Um, and there's there's three elements uh, to the next topic of discussion. The big one is sort of donor, is what they call donor advised funds, uh, where the donor, the person that's actually making the contribution uh, is also the advisor. So they're advising the entity that's holding the money where they want that money to go. So why would you do that? Well, you get a tax deduction. So if you know you're gonna give a certain amount of money away, uh, every year, and let's say you're early in your retirement years, and I'll give you an example. So we have a client in Florida that put a, almost a million dollars into a donor advised fund, um, and he peels off between fifty and seventy-five thousand dollars a year and gives it to his charity. But what he did, what happened was when he made that contribution uh, to the donor advised fund, that generated. And Robin did the work on this. So I'll let her jump in, but. Uh, that ended up generating a huge income tax deduction for him. And then we. we yeah, he was able to um, because he uh, and I think we did go over this once before, but it was a really great scenario because he had some um, um, stock, some company stock. We There was more to it than that I'm going to share here at this time. But we did a Roth conversion, which created a huge tax burden for him. So we took exactly enough money based on the tax analysis I, that I had done and donated it to his own donor advised funds. So he immediately was able to do the Roth conversion, offset the tax. And what that did for him is it gave him the ability because one of his key points was, yes, I need to get that tax deduction to now, but I don't want to donate those funds immediately. I want to be able to have the discretion during the next year to be able to donate those funds as I, um, as I see fit and as I move forward. So it's a great tool for clients that are that want to make donations, but we use it for twofold. One is a, a tax planning mechanism to help offset taxes, but also for clients that want to be in control of their gift 
in their gifting process. And did he end up converting a million? We ended up converting almost a million dollars of his IRA. Yeah, we converted a, a million a of his IRA. Yeah, and the tax was, I believe, it was two hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars. So we we um, donated enough money, cash on hand, to offset that tax bill, that two hundred sixty-seven thousand dollar tax bill. So again, there's some really neat tools out there. We use the tax laws to our advantage. Um, and it, it, you know, for clients, again, it makes a really nice um, um, plan when a client wants to donate funds and contribute and he, and funds. And he's in a huge tax yeah, bracket. Yeah, he's in a huge tax yeah, bracket. And, and last week, even know, retiring, he's yeah, still in yeah, a, he's still a, a huge giant tax, tax bracket. bracket. Yes. But, you know, last week we were talking about, about Roth IRAs. And so now he's got a million dollars in a Roth IRA account. And so when you're in a, when you're in a 39.6% tax bracket uh, or 36% tax bracket, and that yeah. uh, those dollars are now uh, get distributed out to you tax free. That's that's huge. That's, that's huge. a huge yes, tax play it was for him. Really, but it, the the beauty of it, I told Kevin, I said I love it when we can project these plans because everything looks good on paper and you know your calculations are um, for the most part correct. And then when you see it come to fruition, it really is a wonderful thing. But that's the tax nerd in me coming out. So, yeah. um, but anyway, it's a good tool and, um, and we use those donor advice funds. So, um, if that's something that's on your agenda, um, feel free, get on our calendar, give us a call and then we can walk you through that process. Yeah. So if you're, you know, if you're, if you're somebody who's looking at making contributions, don't have children or just generally want to make a large contribution to charity at death or even while you're alive, right. um, you ought to be getting on the phone and talking to us. So charitable remainder trust is another one. So, uh, a charitable remainder trust is exactly what it sounds like. It's a contribution that is made to a trust uh, where you are the contributor um, and you get a tax deduction for it when you make the contribution of the asset. Uh, but the money doesn't actually go to your charity until you die, which right. is what the which remainder, is the remainder means. part. So the yes. remainder, look, everybody that we work with, we improve their situation in some way. That, that example is a great example. The way you lose money is to not act also redefines and reiterates the fact that you want to do a plan first and then plan the assets around the plan. So had we not known that this that this person wanted to be uh, charitably inclined, we'd not we would not know that we needed to put a donor advised fund on the table. So everybody that we talk to, we positively impact your situation in some way. The way you don't get help is by not asking for the help or inquiring about the help. So you've got to take action. So I always preach, you know, Wallace Waddles, uh, the author of the science of getting rich by thought the thing that you want is brought to you but only by action do you receive it so you have to take action so if you call the office and you make an appointment and you come in to see us and we leave openings on our calendar every week just for people like you who want to come in and get a plan we will do a plan for you and we will do that at no cost and no obligation and robin what else do they get when they come in when you come in to meet with us you will get a risk analysis a fee assessment you will receive a tax analysis and you will receive a customized lifetime income plan. Again, it's all at no cost, no obligation, that risk analysis fee assessment, tax analysis, and a customized lifetime income plan all at no cost, no obligation. Just pick up the phone, give us a call. We've got Morgan and William standing by. All right, this is your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. And remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600 
Prince William, I saw him at the coronation. He was there. And Captain Morgan, they're standing by, ready <laughs> to take your call. They're with Infinite Wealth Advisors. You know, as you guys were talking about this, again, it reminded me of how complicated this is. And this is not a, a do-it-yourself situation. And this is where that knowledge transfer comes in. So very yeah, you important don't, stuff. Uh, yeah. if, you're, if you're doing philanthropic planning, you, let me. I will just tell you, uh, you do not want an amateur to help you do that. Yeah, and you really don't. You, yeah. you really need to find people who know what they're doing right, because right. you can get yourself in trouble and you can make a lot of mistakes. And they are very, very difficult to unravel if they're not done right. Now, if you'd like to make charities, the Gary Nolan charity is uh, ready to receive <laughs> uh, benefits. Uh, no, I, I'm not a 501c3, uh, though, so I'm working on that. But, you know, we'll get back to that later. All right, we're going to take a short break. Back with more with uh, Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin and Robin. What's up next? What is happening with the regional and local banks? Should you be concerned and what should you do? We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. The show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. They're advisors of Infinite Wealth Advisors. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. I'd like to thank you for joining us. Spending part of your weekend with us. A little bit about Kevin and Robin before we get into a uh, segment of the show, segment number two. They are accredited investment fiduciaries. A very important distinction when you meet with a financial advisor because by law they have to have the best interest of their clients. And things we talk about each week on the show are the things that I know are on your mind, retirees or pre-retirees. Insurance services, estate legacy planning, safe money strategies. We talk about Social Security strategies all the time. And those things you want to know about, and that's why you need to sit down with Kevin and Robin to give you that phone number in uh, just a couple of minutes. All right, so this is a, this is disturbing, troubling, uh, however you want to call it. Now, we're seeing a bank stocks go crazy, up, down, and volatility is increasing in this sector. So what are normal people doing? What do you do with all this information that's bombarding us every day about regional banks and local banks? Well, don't I, listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't react. Yes, because um, a lot of people are reacting and taking their money out of the smaller banks and going to the going to the bigger banks. Um, they all have the same problem, um, and, and the problem is is that so if if, if you go back and, and listen to uh, when they when Silicon Valley Bank failed, which I guess was about sixty days ago or so, um, I went through a long explanation as to what happened, and I'll I'll do a quick Cliff's Notes version of that, but. So Silicon Valley Bank grew really fast. Um, they couldn't, so banks make money by doing two major things. One, they loan money out and make margin on the loan. And two, if they can't make a loan, what they'll do is they'll invest the proceeds um, that they cannot loan if they're taking in too many deposits, which was the case here. So uh, Silicon Valley Bank had two issues. One, they didn't have a risk manager for I think nine months. But what they couldn't loan money fast than fast as fast as it was coming in, so they invested it. And what they did was they invested uh, typically in government tr government bonds, which are very safe. Except when they invested it in twenty one and part of twenty two, uh, government you know government bonds were paying you know one and a half to two percent, and now bonds are paying you know almost twice that. So the value of their bonds has gone down. Uh, all of a sudden, you get a bunch of people that say, hey, I want to take my money out of the bank. It's an emotional decision. People start taking their money out of the bank, and uh, Silicon Valley Bank has to liquidate uh, the, the, the assets that they have uh, in order to generate the cash so that they can give cash to their customers. Well, 
every bank in the country, doesn't matter how big they are, are basically going through the same thing. So they've all they've all loan they've all put mortgages they've got loans on mortgages at two and a half and three percent and a lot of them have money tied up in 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 government bonds and other high quality securities which do not have great returns and now all of a sudden inflation steps in and is running at six percent and now you can get short-term returns uh, that are in the four and a half to five percent range and so the value of those uh the value of the assets they're holding becomes less and then people start taking their money out of the banks and when the when that happens the banks have got to liquidate those assets uh, in order to generate the cash to give people the cash when they're taking the money out of the bank so our advice is is look you've got fdic insurance um, fdic insurance will cover you um, up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars um, so that's the first thing so you can still have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in there and still have coverage for that and you can actually go on the FDIC.gov website. They have a little calculator. I don't know how new it is, but they've got this little um, electronic deposit insurance estimator that you can go on the website and plug in if you are overly concerned about um, where your dollars are located. And it, they'll walk you through this little tutorial on how to um, see what your, you know, if, if you're over the limits with having cash on hand in certain banks. So just some yeah. public information. Yeah, let me, I, let me you know, ask you guys. I, I, I would caution people to, I mean, knee jerking is not the answer. I mean, you want to be really quantitative about this. Um, uh, again, the exposure is, uh, the, you know, the big, the bigger banks are, uh, take a lot longer if there's a, if there's a collapse than the smaller banks. But the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, you can, you can become part of the problem instead of part of the solution by taking all the money out. You know, Kevin and Robin, I want to ask you this question. And um, so, of course, it reminds me, we talked about this several weeks ago, a month we had audio clips, too, of It's a Wonderful Life and the Run on the Bank. So, But what is the percentage uh, of, of withdrawals that would put a bank in jeopardy? Let's say tomorrow morning, 25% uh, of people or do it electronically or standing online at the bank, withdraw all their deposits. W would that be a significant enough to, to put the bank in, in crises? I mean, it could be huge. Yeah, they because they they have to have um, their reserve. You know the the um, the reserves, and again, we won't get into the details of that. But there's a the reserve limits that the the um, banks have to keep on hand capital reserves. Um, and so, if they fall below certain thresholds, um, I can't remember what the right. the ratios are. But I think that when they do the math, when they do the calculations, if their um, um, if their capital if their ratio is below I think four, it might be four, four and a half. Anyway, that's when people get into panic zone. But um, there were some underlying circumstances sure. yeah. on those Silicon Valley bank um, and a lot, situations. A lot of, I think it's tiered, if I remember right. I think that all that is tiered. So it's it's tiered by the size of the bank. Um, so I think the, the larger the bank, the less the amount of reserves, but the smaller the bank, the more the right. reserves they have to have. Um, and really, that's just an exposure thing. So the larger banks, you're not really probably going to have a ton of people in there taking money out. But a smaller bank could be more exposed to to those elements. Um, so again, I just knee jerking on this stuff is never good. Um, uh, so I, I just would caution you. Right. I would caution you as listeners 
uh, to just really sort of think that through. Yeah. A, a lot of and you, we're not bankers. Yeah, we are not bankers. <laughs> so, but you stayed uh, at a, a Holiday Inn Express last night, so you're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So pardon our terminology. Yeah, exactly. a, a lot of people have money in credit unions. So one of the big questions that I get, where that Robin and I both get, is you know what if my money's in the credit union? Well, the National Credit Union Share Insurance Fund also protects you up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But remember that not all credit unions um, uh, are part of that, uh, and it must be a federally insured credit union. So one of the things you can do is make sure that your credit union is federally insured. Um, so that would be a that that would be a that would be a big thing. Right. And then the I, I think the the last thing, and we can have a a little bit of a discussion about this is uh, SIPC, which if you have an investment account, you see that, uh, and that's the Security Securities Investor Protection Corporation, um, and that's a little bit more complicated. And that's for investment and brokerage accounts. So right. don't confuse the two. The FDIC in the um, um, the credit union fund that that's completely separate from the SIPC. So you, I, they'll they'll insure up to five hundred thousand uh, dollars per account, but the limit for cash is two hundred and fifty thousand. Um, so I don't I don't think that I mean typically that that's if a brokerage firm uh, ends up going under like what was it Lehman Brothers mm-hmm. uh, back in two thousand and eight, and even then there was enough funds available in the SIPC that um, I do not and I could be wrong about this, so I'll, I'm going to put a little asterisk next to my comment <laughs> i do not believe that anybody uh lost their money um uh when layman brothers went under just layman brothers if you own layman brothers stock it would you know you got yeah, that's trouble. different but yeah. the the actual money they had in layman brothers um i do not believe that anybody lost anything um and at last check there was a woman named uh josephine wang uh who is the ceo of sp sipc um and so you know the SIPC generally doesn't get involved until the firm has exhausted all options such as merging, acquisitions from another brokerage firm. Uh, so there's a whole litany of things. It's, it's very layered um, and it's very complex uh, to make sure that, you know, that people's, uh, people's money is protected. Um, the governing body there is going to be, you know, FINRA. Um, and the Securities uh, and Exchange Commission. Yep. So, so hopefully, you know that makes some sense to you. I know we get a lot of questions about people with the banking situation. Um, so, uh, hopefully, that provides you with a little bit of clarity. If it doesn't, you know, you can send a question into the show, and we'll be happy to answer that. But look, you know, think about something. Think about that before you go to bed tonight. I want you to think to yourself, no matter how long I live, whether I live to be 75, 85, or 125, every day I'm alive, I'm going to have money. I'm going to be able to pay my bills. I'm going to have money left over. I'm going to have money to go do the things that I want to do. And I'm going to be able to pass money um, onto my children or, as in our first segment, onto my charity. Uh, if you can't tell yourself that, you, got, you, you have to fix it. You've got that's a problem, and you got to fix it, and you can't fix it while you're in the middle of it. So you got to fix it beforehand. Uh, so you know, in the movie The Right Stuff, uh, failure is not an option here. So every week we leave openings on our calendar for listeners to come in uh, and get a consultation with us. We will do a free income plan for you, uh, no cost, no obligation, just for listeners. All you need to do is call the office. 
Uh, and Robin, what else did you get when they come in? When you come into the office, as long as you bring your documents for us to analyze, we will provide you with a risk analysis and fee assessment. You will receive a tax analysis and you will receive a customized lifetime income plan. Again, that is a risk analysis and fee assessment, tax analysis and customized lifetime income plan all at no cost, no obligation for just coming in, meeting with us or sending us a text and getting on our schedule. We've got Morgan and William standing by. The number is 800-757-6062, 800 or text INFINITE to 600-700. First step, sit down with a financial coach. Something we've been talking about resonates with you, and if you feel the need to get that second opinion, I want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals. Very important risk tolerance we talk about each week. Just get a hold of Kevin and Robin and the team at Infinite Wealth Advisors, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700, set yourself up for a more confident plan for retirement. Nothing changes till you pick up that phone and do it right now. What are you waiting for? Spending part of your weekend with us, we certainly appreciate it, but now you have to take action, uh, like Kevin said and Robin said. 800-757-6062 or text INFINITE to 600-700. All right, we are going to take a short break. Back with more of Kevin and Robin and Wealth Over Taxes in just a moment. What do you guys have coming up next for me? Today, we're going to go back and reveal a case study. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. This is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. They're advisors of Infinite Wealth Advisors. They've helped hundreds of clients plan for their retirement years little bit about Kevin and Robin. If you're just joining us, they are accredited investment fiduciaries, which by law has to have the best interest of their clients. A very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. That's why we talk about it each week. A little bit more about Kevin and Robin. All the things we talk about on the show are the things that you're going to want to talk to Kevin and Robin about when you meet with them, because as a retiree or pre-retiree, these things are on your mind, like retirement strategies, tax planning, Social Security planning, and so much more. A lot of these things we've already discussed on the show. And by the way, 40 years combined experience in the retirement planning business. So these guys got it going on. All right, you guys set? So during the break, we were talking about uh, a case study. Kevin and Robin were sharing some thoughts on a client they had helped. So, uh, you know, why don't we continue the conversation actually on the air, guys, because this stuff's fascinating to me. That sounds great. Well, like normal, I will set it up and then Kevin can unpack it. We have presenting today, Mary and Dave Jones. Dave is 67 and Mary is 69. They are both retired. Dave is a physician and Mary was responsible for raising their children. Very hard job, I might add. They have about $1.6 million of assets. And like many people that come in to see us, they have an investment guy, not a planner. They have no debt and live a modest lifestyle with about 100000 a year coming in the door. They are charitable and use some of the techniques we have talked about in our first segment. They like to travel, spend time doing things for their church. Yeah, so these are interesting. It's an inter- this is an interesting couple. Um, I know we, we've over the last couple of months we've done a couple of segments on annuities, and um, I know in some cases annuities has a, have a have a bad reputation, and this is one of those cases uh, where um, where the investment guy uh, basically put them in annuities, and they. Um, uh, and they just weren't the right type of product for what they were trying to do. So no plan was done, basically just managing the assets. Um, uh, and 
uh, made the decision that annuities, uh, you know, were were a good fit for them. And in their case, they really isn't, or they really weren't, and they and they still aren't. Um, so uh, one of the things, one of the first things that we did was uh, we assessed uh, the existing annuity contracts. Uh, you know, they had. The, the annuity contracts had what they call income riders on them, and I, I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole on income riders, but that's just an added benefit uh, in an annuity that uh, that can provide income to you uh, across your lifetime. Uh, but those things only work, or they should only be used uh, when income is required. And and in 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 Mary and Dave's case, um, it, it wasn't, so they didn't need that. Uh, what they really were trying to do. Uh, with those products was uh, was mitigate risk, which is another reason why uh, you know you may want to use uh, annuity products because they are a good way to mitigate risk. Uh, because there really is generally not all annuities, but fixed annuities will 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 protect your principal. So we ended up uh, uh, breaking all breaking all the contracts down. Uh, determined that it was probably best if we did something a little bit different. Uh, we walked them through, uh, you know, an investment strategy. We did a plan for them. Uh, we talked about what they wanted to do with their money. Uh, they do a lot of things for their church. Uh, they are not of, uh, uh, of required minimum distribution age, but we did talk about QCD. So they're probably another three years or so, four years out from having to do, to do qualified charitable distributions, um, which we talked about uh, uh, mm-hmm. in our first segment, uh, and that is where you've got to take your required distribution, but instead of taking that and paying an income tax on that, you're simply going to give that over to your charitable organization. Um, and so, you know, we talked about that, and we, and again, this is something that we plan. So they're a couple of years out from doing that, but we talked about it now. So we're setting that up, um, having a conversation with them, uh, having knowledge transfer as to why they would want to do that and what the benefits are uh, for them to execute on that type of a strategy. So like anybody who comes into the office, we do a risk profile on them. We talk about goals. We talk about investments. We talk about what their charitable endeavors are. Uh, In this case, these folks are both very philanthropic, philanthropic. They want to travel. They want to spend time with their, with their, with their children and with their grandbabies. Um, And so, you know, we defined what a lot of stuff was, and then we went back to the beginning and said, okay, well, where are the assets and how do we need to, how do we line the assets up to get you to the point where you're able to achieve all the things that we defined in the plan? So, you know, that's a, that's a, a really good example of somebody coming in, just have an investment guy, the investments guys out there trading and doing all kinds of stuff. And sometimes that's fine. And the investment guys in air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, haven't seen our notes, but it's in yeah, quotes. And, and, but investment guys are not planners. I mean, they're just not. So, you know, you really, you really, you need to have a planner. You know, it's really interesting because what I think about when you're talking about this, Kevin, is like, you know, putting the puzzle pieces together. And, and I mentioned earlier, and I mentioned in other shows too, that it's not a do-it-yourself situation. You know, it is, it's a way too complicated for that. That's why you need someone like Kevin and Robin in your corner. And also, you need an accredited investment fiduciary, uh, which is vitally important. We talk about that all the time, too. So I want to give you the phone number to get on their calendar, Kevin and Robin's calendar. Uh, this way you can move forward, get yourself a more confident plan to retire. It is 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600 Captain Morgan, 
is standing by along with Prince William, ready to take uh, your phone call there with Infinite Wealth Advisors. So, uh, uh, Kevin, we've got a few minutes left. Continue with the story. This is this is really great stuff. Yeah, so several, again, several of the annuities had income riders on them. Uh, so again, a, a, an income rider is a is an added benefit that gives you income, but that's not what these folks need. In fact, what they're trying to do is when they turn age seventy uh, three, uh, which is uh, for for uh, uh, for the for the spouse for for the female spouse, uh, you know that's going to happen in twenty twenty six, and then he turns seventy three in uh, twenty twenty eight. Uh, so when they turn 73 and they've got to take start taking required minimum distribution, they don't want to have to take that. Okay. So giving them something, a product that's going to generate income for them is not, you know, that's not just, their solution. Yeah, that's not on the, that's, that should not be in their wheelhouse. But the, anyhow, that, that was the hand we were dealt. So we're, you know, unfortunately what Robin and I spend, I don't, I don't know if we spend a lot of time, but we spend yeah. a fair amount of time unraveling things that other people have done uh, because they're, managing investments and not managing to a plan of action. Um, So you've got to get the plan of action down first, and then you manage the investments to the plan to make sure uh, that you are going to be successful. So, so we ended up making several, uh, several changes. Uh, We aligned the investments, including the annuities. We were able to move some things around the annuities. uh, And once we did all that, we sat down with them. We went through the plan with them. We said, okay, so this we all agree that this is what we're going to do. This is where you want to be. Yes. We got, you know, hands raised all around the room. And then we started looking at Robin and I put our heads together and we came up with an investment strategy. Um, when they came back in for uh, uh, what, what we considered to be their final meeting, we went through all that with them. And they said, yeah, that makes a lot of sense now. And because, you know, one of the things that they said to me when they first came in was, you know, we don't really understand what we're, why we're why doing we're the doing things this. that we're doing. And that is, that is very uncomfortable for, for you sitting here listening to me. If, if, and I think if, a lot of people are driven. They're driven by that investment piece. But in our practice, we start with that income plan because how do you know how to invest if you don't know what income you've got to generate? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's got to be uncomfortable for people that, you know, don't really have a plan of action and just relying on somebody to say, well, you need to do this. Well, here, when we say you need to do something, there it, it comes with a why. So we think you need to do this, and these are the reasons why. We think you need to do this, and these are the reasons why. So you want to have justification. Uh, and again, a lot of that is just sort of knowledge transfer. And by having somebody can actually do a plan for you and then execute your investment strategy, um, they're going to be able to communicate that or do that knowledge transfer over to you so that you actually understand the reasons that you're doing things. You always want to have a reason for doing things and not just and not chasing the return because that's really not what it's all about. You, you, what you're really trying to do is to get your, um, you know, get your objectives. So, you know, can you say that your plan and investments are in lockstep? Uh, one, do you have a plan? And if you don't, but you have investments. So if you have investments with no plan and you have a plan, but no investments, uh, they're not in lockstep. They're not, mar- they're not matching up to each other. Um, so that's the first, that's the first gate. The second gate is, is it in writing? And if it's not in writing, then you're not committed to it because the way you commit yourself to things is to put thing is to put things in writing. So look, you know, this goes back to, to, to what I preach every week, which is, Everybody that we work with, we improve their situation in some way, shape, or form. The way you lose money is not by acting. So my 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 buddy Wallace Waddles, 
who is the author of The Science of Getting Rich, by thought the thing that you want is brought to you, but only by action do you receive it. So if your plan is a drawer full of statements and you haven't written it down, that's not a plan. Hope is not a plan. We, there are so many things that can change that will disrupt what you're doing or what you think you're doing. If you don't have a plan, there's no way for you to control that and it's going to spiral out of control. Don't do that. We work with people just like you. We can help you, but you got to pick up the phone and you got to call us and you got to get on our schedule. And when you do that, we will do a plan for you and we will do that at no cost and no obligation. We will do it complimentary as a demonstration of our competency. And Robin, what else do they get when they come? And part of that planning process, you will receive a risk analysis and fee assessment. You will receive a tax analysis and a customized lifetime income plan, all at no cost, no obligation. Again, you will receive a risk analysis, fee assessment, tax analysis, and customized lifetime income plan, all at no cost, no obligation. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We've got Morgan and Williams standing by. And simply call 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE to 600-700. You deserve a more confident plan for retirement. All starts by picking up the phone and getting a hold of the folks at Infinite Wealth Advisors. They're standing by, ready to talk to you. Do it now without delay. You've been listening to the show each week. We certainly appreciate that, but you need to take action. Wallace Waddles, right? They got that right, Kev? Yeah. That's right, uh, Wallace Waddles. There you go. 800-757-6062 or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E to 600 All right, we're going to take a short break. Back with more of Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin and Robin. What's up next? When we return, we'll jump right into some questions from listeners. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. The show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. They're advisors with Infinite Wealth Advisors. And by the way, very important distinction, they are accredited investment fiduciaries, which is like I said, a very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor, because by law, they have to have the best interest of their clients. And all the things we've been discussing on the, today's show are things you want to sit down and talk to Kevin and Robin about, the team at Infinite Wealth Advisors, because we know as a retiree or pre-retiree, these things are on your mind. Safe money strategies, Social Security planning, tax planning, and so much more. All right, we've got questions. Let's get to our questions today. And let's see, we have, we have Chris in High Point. How long do you typically have to wait for your Social Security application to be approved? Now, I applied for Social Security a few months ago, and I've been planning to retire as soon as it's approved. Now, last week, they told me that there was an issue with identical-looking identical contributions in 1992, and I should call back in a few months for an update. This is a common occurrence. Any suggestions on where to go from here. I never heard of that. Uh, let, What's that about? Yeah, I'll I, don't, I don't know who told you that. Well, but. I'll take your first question yeah. um, about the approval. I know I've helped clients with their um, the process once we've made the determination to turn it on. And typically what I have seen from experience, now this doesn't mean that it can't change, but usually it's about three months, which is why um, the requirement usually is you do that process three months before you want to retire. Now, um, Anything can change. I know with COVID, some of the offices were closed. They should all be open back up now. Um, what I tell people is 
You can do your application online, but most of the time, I think if you can get an appointment, which dare I say this, get an appointment at Social Security and go in. But the easiest process is to start that application online, and then um, you should receive some information in the mail about what you need to do. So we have seen that. And um, to your question about um, identical there's some looking contributions, I'm not. I don't yeah, think I've ever seen that. Yeah, I mean, if you have, if if, and I will say this from experience, um, if you have had an employer that possibly way back when reported some things wrong, then I know the social security system, they've updated their systems over the last 20 years, but um, there may be some um, abnormalities in your reporting history. That's why it's really important for you to go online and check your social security statements and make sure that the earnings history that they have recorded, I know it's hard to go back and look, but make sure that it's accurate, or at least in your mind is accurate, because if there's discrepancies, they're going to hold up your payment because they have to go back and find data to validate. Um, yeah, your 40 quarters and right. all the rest of that. So, yes. Yeah. So I guess the takeaway would be to um, if you've got some um, if there's a problem like that, you need to get into the office. Because I know from my experience, if you go sit in front of someone and, and get a supervisor, you get a little further down the road, but um, I, I know in recent months they've just opened up a lot of the Social Security offices for um, you know in-person visits. So I know it's a problem, and you're dealing with a, a governmental entity, but um, yeah, you're not the competency level on a scale of one to ten is not a ten. <laughs> so uh, if you need help, come in to right. see us. Yeah, and we I mean can that's probably you. the best thing yeah. to do is to come, yeah. you know, if you're having trouble, come on in and talk to us. We'll help you with it. Yes. Hey, by the way, they have computers now. They, you know, they do. They, it used to have those big adding machines where you turn the crank and the paper comes out. You know, they used to have those <laughs> up to like last week. I'm kidding, Social Security people. Don't we are? Don't yeah, send me we're just angry. Kidding. They're going to send me angry listening. emails or <laughs> stop yeah, money. Don't hate on us. Yeah, we're only kidding. No hating. All right, let's get to uh, Wendy in uh, Mooresville. Uh, my parents are 62 and 64. We'll retire in three to five years. They both have a pension. We'll get Social Security. That will take them to about 80% of their current income, which is enough. Now, I have, uh, they have 100000 in 401ks and 100000 in variable annuities. Now, they also owe, wow, this is whopping. This is big. 650000 on their house. Now, I heard the 60-40 split of stocks, bonds is a good strategy uh, how should this be allocated, or are there any other investment vehicles that would be better for people in this uh, scenario? So what do you guys think? Uh, so a, a couple things. One, yeah. uh, if, if they're getting 80% of their current income um, in retirement, and that's, what's, if that's what their plan looks like, I, I guess my first question even right. goes beyond that. Do they have a written plan, mm -hmm. um, or are we just sort of pulling numbers out, uh, Wendy? And if, it's, if they don't have a written plan... Uh, it sounds like you have a, a lot of the stuff, at least in your head. I would try to get it on a plan of action uh, and just see what all that looks like. Uh, make sure that the, because Robin could do a tax analysis and determine whether uh, the income that they're, 80% of their income is going to basically look almost the same income wise as what they're currently getting. Uh, the, you know, I, we just I, need I, to look at net yeah, though, because yeah, the net's going to be important in retirement. Yeah, I don't like I, I don't like you know the sixty forty split of stocks and bonds. I mean, I think we've got to do look. Unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, when we do one plan, we've done one plan. So it depends on their risk profile. It depends on what their other requirements are. It depends on what their longer term objectives are. Uh, do they have long term care? Do they have health issues? 
you know, where, you know, if they don't have long-term care, how are they planning on paying for all that stuff? So those are all the questions that you got to ask. And again, it's, it's a, it's a bunch of inches. So, you know, there's 12 inches and a foot and you got to have 12 of those before you can start measuring by the foot. Um, so we got to get you to the point where you can start measuring by feet. Uh, right now you're still measuring by inches. Um, my initial recommendation would be to set an appointment, come in and see us, uh, let us walk you through it. Uh, you have nothing to lose everything to gain because we'll do that for you for free. Um, and, uh, uh, that that would be that would be my plan of attack. I don't like making blanket statements. We are not just investment guys, which is what the sixty forty split basically leads us to. We talked about that earlier, uh, so we kind of stay away from making blanket statements. When you've seen one plan, you've seen one plan, and it's one plan for one person or one plan for one couple. Yeah, but the, uh, yeah. thank you for uh, listening to the show. Yeah, I got to tell you, the, the variable annuity parts kind of got my attention too. I, I'm sure you'd welcome. Yeah, to I that wasn't going to yeah. say that, but for retirees, and we yeah. we there are uh, there's a time and a place for variable annuities. Right. I know in our practice, we state if you're younger and you're making contributions, it is a good place to invest. But typically, in, not for people that right. are close to retirement. Right, yeah, if you're close to retirement or in retirement, know. we yeah, that's that's usually on the bottom of my last right. list yeah, of yeah. recommendations. I know you guys right. talk about that all the time when you get a little bit older and variable annuities. We have shows on uh, entire shows on annuities, variable right. annuities. Yeah, and to that point, if you do have one, and um, we've done a lot of analysis in recent months on variable annuities because with the market in the um, the tailspin that it's been in, um, there's a lot of expenses associated. Of course, there's expenses with everything, but if you've got a variable annuity and you want an analysis, come yeah, see us because we've got a, um, a sheet that we use that we can do an analysis for you to go over the fees and expenses associated with that variable annuity. Yeah, we should do it. Maybe we'll do a show just on variable annuities right. and yeah. just talk about we it. We could do a whole show on that. Yeah. The show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. They're with Infinite Wealth Advisors. I want to give you the phone number. Get on their calendar, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. All right, let's squeeze one more question in. I'm 56, and my wife is 52. and hope to retire in seven years. The majority of retirement savings on my wife's 401k, when we set it up over 30 years ago, no one explained Roth options to us. Before, be fair, we didn't really look into them. Now, last fall, I did put some Roth after-tax deductions in an 8% pre-tax and 4% post-tax contribution. Did I blow it by making this move? Should I have left it as it was? Uh, should I have gone higher? The Roth contributions, hopefully there's still time to recover it before I retire. Any guidance would be uh, welcome. we got about a minute or two left, guys. I'm not clear on the Roth after-tax deduction, but yeah, we'll skip either. that for right now. Um Bob, I think the best thing is you need to come in and meet with us. Um, you've got a lot of moving parts. We're not going to look back. We're only going to look forward and make some recommendations um, to help you move forward with your retirement, especially since you're in that um, what we call the financial red zone. Um, very important that you get in and, and get on our calendar. Um, but like we um, discussed in our earlier segments and earlier shows, Roth, there is a, a good time and a place to use a Roth, and, and you might be in that category, but we don't know until we get you in and do an assessment. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give you something that ought to scare you because it, it's not in your question. Um, in seven years, your wife is going to be uh, 59. So my, my first question to, be, to you would be, what are you going to do for health insurance from 59 to 65 um, in seven years? You're going to be 63, and what are you going to do from 63 to 65 for health insurance? Uh, so, because those are going to be major, major, major expenses. 
Um, so I agree with Robin. I think you need to get in here, uh, have a conversation with us, and let us try to help you get some brackets around that um, to make sure you're on track. So look, that, and that is sort of my segue into everybody that we work with, we improve their situation in some way. Um, so you're sitting here listening to us. We work with people just like you, okay? The way you lose money is to not act. Um, what my, I'll quote Wallace Waddles, my, my buddy who wrote the book, The Science of Getting Rich. By thought, the thing that you want is brought to you, but only by action do you receive it. So you have to take action. Um, hope is not a plan. A drawer full of statements is not a plan. Um, having an investment guy, quote unquote, is not a plan. A plan is a plan. It's the plan first, the investment second. So if you come in and visit with us, and we leave openings on our schedule every week for our listeners, if you come in and visit with us, we will do a plan for you. We will do that at no cost, no obligation. You can walk out of the office with it. Um, and Robin, what else do they get when they come in to visit with us? When you come in to visit with us, you will receive a risk analysis and a fee assessment. You will receive a tax analysis and you will receive a customized lifetime income plan. Again, that is a risk analysis and fee assessment, tax analysis, and a customized lifetime income plan, all at no cost, no obligation. Pick up that phone, give us a call, send us a text. We've got Morgan and William standing by. All right, folks, no cost, no obligation. Get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications there'll be, and how much money or income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. All starts by picking up the phone. Get yourself all set up for a more confident plan for retirement. The number is 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. Like I said earlier, nothing changes to you. Pick up that phone because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. One more time before we go, 800-757-6062 or text INFINITE to 600-700. show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful. Look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here on Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin and Robin. Uh, so much fun today and great information, guys. We really appreciate it. And uh, enjoy your uh, the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the Thanks, weekend, everybody. Gary. Advisory services offered through Naples Asset Management Company, LLC, NAMCOA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas in financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Infinite Wealth Advisors, LLC. By contacting Infinite Wealth Advisors, LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products. Insurance products and advisory services may only be provided to residents whom an insurance agent or advisor is properly licensed or registered. Please consult with us or your financial advisor for more information.